0: Hello again, friends, and welcome to another side jobs edition of 151. My name is Adam. You can find out more about 151 at 151theshow.com. 151theshow. Yeah, that's right. I I had this thought of doing the old timey, like the interwebs or whatever. For some reason, it kind of hit me in the head there. Anyways, uh, find us on social media at 151theshow on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, probably a bunch of others. Uh, and you can find us on Podbean, Apple uh, Podcast, Spotify, all that, YouTube, like, follow, share, subscribe. Uh, if you miss any of it, like I said, just 151theshow.com. Friends, joining me tonight for the side jobs edition of the show is our old buddy and pal from cinemablend.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Reyes. Hey, Mike, what's going on? How much? How you doing? I am wondering why for a second me saying the name of the show sounded weird to myself. You ever do that where you you go to say something yeah. oh, and it's yeah. like it sounds weird in your head and you can't figure out why?
1: Well, it's like I'll always try to before my interviews. You you might if if, if anyone were to watch me before my interviews, you might see me sitting here just saying Mike Reyes from the CinemaBlend.com, CinemaBlend.com, CinemaBlend, <laughs> CinemaBlend, because it's always easy to trip over CinemaBlend. Yeah name but phonetically it's just easy to trip over and then some people think you're saying cinnamon blend but i will still to this day love the fact that ben schwartz and james Badge Dale busted my chops with that so lovingly and it's like sonic the hedgehog called a cinnamon blend
0: there you go that's perfect no it's just i don't know what was it was smart. it's i felt like i said the 151 the show in my head uh, and it wasn't that anyways yeah. this okay this,
1: have you ever seen Mickey Blue Eyes?
0: Oh, if I have, it's been a while. I can't remember.
1: I haven't seen it in a, in a while either. I, I I remember enjoying it. It's a dopey little movie. It's a Hugh Grant mob comedy. Get off my back, people. Yeah, it doesn't have to be Oscar winners. But anyway, it just re- reminded me of that joke in there where they call it the La Trattoria, and yeah. La as La as the in, in in Italian. So it's like so so you're calling your restaurant the the trattoria.
0: Yeah, no, that's yeah. what it kind of felt like. No, that's that's a really good description of it. That's exactly what. Anyways, tonight as we, we worked
1: together before. <laughs>
0: well i'll tell you okay real quick the 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 one that gets me because i'm starting to get old and because i talk so much i start to notice like things like your mouth gets tired if you talk a lot during the day right yeah so at the radio station it's k-g-g-o where i work when i get tired it comes out k-g-g-o
1: yep because that just the g is like one of those things where it's one of those sounds that if you're not careful it's kind of like a trench you sort of like fall into it I got really
0: worried about it at one point. I was uh, one of my old professors. She was a uh, like a vocal trainer and in, in all that kind of stuff. I, I called her, and I'm like, I, I'm having
1: trouble here. Do you have any advice for you?
0: <sighs> yeah, just enunciate, use your mouth muscles, that kind of thing. Cool same thing it's the same kind of the same thing as when uh when you get cold and you have to talk you know it's warm tea and honey yeah so anyways friends as we do this uh side jobs edition of the show tonight mike has been uh, so gracious enough to join us again it's been a while since you've been on i believe it pr- probably earlier this year sometime
1: i think so and, you know, as much as you say that it's gracious, I do legitimately just like <laughs> talking with you, man. And I love the show.
0: Real quick, uh, Mike was was nice enough to ask me to go on their uh, podcast. Him and his buddy, Mark. Matthew. Matthew. God dang it. Matt, uh, uh, Overdue Rentals. Uh, I'll put a link at the bottom of the page, but we had a great time. We talked about memoirs
1: of an invisible man of all, <laughs> of all time. Yes, yes, we did. And, uh, well, Overdue Rentals, I am very frequently on there with uh, my good buddy, Matthew Shuckman. And basically, yeah, uh, is there a movie that you or your friends love, but the world does not seem to love? Chances are Overdue Rentals loves that movie, and we would love for you to love us and listen to us with your love.
0: It was a a lot of fun, and it's hard to believe that we talked for an hour about Memoirs of an Invisible Man.
1: And you were the easiest episode ever to, to edit because once we're done Matthew usually edits and he he messages me the next day he's like he was one of the easiest episodes to edit and that's not disparaging any guests but <clears throat> the moment he said that to me it's like okay obviously that's because this guy knows what he's doing he is in radio <laughs> and it's just it we kept things moving or it was just, maybe just because it was that lightning in a bottle you know right. obviously the, the spirit of Chevy Chase was was blessing us he's not dead <laughs> no but like a force spirit like he's not dead but he's like projecting okay
0: oh can you imagine chevy chase as a force ghost
1: oh i could think of a couple people that'd be really scared
0: oh that'd be weird anyways as we uh, dive into the show tonight um we're kind of getting to the end of 2021 we've got a uh, couple big movies coming out here with a lot of news surrounding them in a lot of weird different ways and um uh, on the last show the last side shop, uh, side job show we did with with my wife we had just come from Ghostbusters um, and we talked about that and we kind of we, we kind of skimmed over the top of Spider-man but God I, I'll tell you what in about a week there's been so much more that's come out about this movie that it it's it's kind of insane at the moment.
1: Uh, a lot of stuff coming out whether it's real or not, we'll we'll find out because I'm sure you saw the tweet where Marvel sources or whatever it was called said that toby Maguire has 25 minutes in the movie and andrew garfield has 21
0: the other one that i liked was uh okay let's start with spider-man it's coming out on the 17th uh the oh big, yeah the big news today was tickets actually went on sale and yes i did buy my tickets
1: already spider monday folks
0: they also did did you see the commercial they did uh with uh, tom holland and uh ned and uh, uh what's her name
1: uh zendaya and jacob yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah
0: they did a thing where he goes i'm gonna be joined by two very special Guess and then uh those two show up and they're like well who else would it be they were kind of dance they did a couple really really tiny jokes about it, it was very well done uh, i at this point like i said on the last show uh with with my wife i they're in this movie they have to be at this point
1: i am still not completely sure they have to be
0: and the other thing i'll tell you is did you see the promotional thing that's where it, what always gets everybody which promotional thing? So apparently there's this promotional thing out on the internet. We all know that the internet is completely true. It is just a treasure trove of... Verified
1: of- information, guys. <laughs> Cinema <laughs> posted an exclusive poster with the Green Goblin on his glider on the No Time to Die poster. And you-, you know that's real.
0: <laughs> so anyways, no, the uh, they said one of the promotional things. It's got like Tom Holland's head. And in the background, you see the Tobey Maguire-esque costume the head of that spider-man unlike a toy or something i don't know what it was but um, yeah so it's one of those things like that's how all these movies get ruined though isn't it with the toys and the the outside Um, stuff
1: not always because i still remember i don't know if i think marvel might still be playing this game i'm not sure but i remember when winter soldier was coming out they had like a disguised red skull figure coming out, and everyone's like, ah, oh, Red Skull's gonna be coming back, I was like, nope. Nope, we fooled you again. Sometimes it can because that, remember, the black suit, which I'm still not, con- I'm still convinced that's a Spider-Man for- or Spider-Person from another dimension. Yeah. They threw, through, and yeah. that was my toys. Oh, God.
0: The- that's the thing, like, you keep getting all these new new and intriguing little stories the the commercial i told you about two seconds ago about you know them hinting around that there's more coming you've got uh the thing from brazil i think my wife and i talked about this but uh it was you know the the lizard's head whipping around for no reason it's like okay yeah is that a cut out spider-man or they did they leave that in to tease miles morales coming Uh, There was another leak that uh, Venom shows up and then gets sucked back into his dimension, but leaves a little piece of the Venom costume. I saw that somewhere today. And that's how Tom Holland gets his symbiote costume, that it's, it's Venom, but it's not really
1: Venom that'd be really interesting yeah it um, would be heard some people saying oh they've teased five of the sinister six venom will be the sixth they
0: uh what was the other one today oh that there's going to be a, a a whole nother trilogy with tom holland
1: well i think that's just piggybacking off of he they apparently said yeah this isn't his last spider-man movie this isn't the last spider-man movie sony's making this isn't the last movie we're making with marvel <clears throat> that might just be people picking that piggybacking off of that just like some people are already going mad over, going wild over the fact that the head of M- uh, president of the MGM motion picture group is like, oh yeah, we had early talks with the producers for James Bond about the next James Bond, but they haven't made a decision yet and we're letting Daniel Craig have his run. <clears throat> and now everyone's like, oh, they've had early talks. It's like, this is probably just very early. When are we talking about this? I don't know if they're talking people yet. Marvel's the best at getting people to talk, right? Getting people to talk. How- oh, you mean they're the they're worst at keeping secrets? Like, no,
0: I mean, no, I mean, uh, the worst at keeping secrets in a good way, because let's face it, all the best, all the best TV shows, all the best movies, all the best anything always have water cooler talk around them. They have podcasts <laughs> dedicated to them, you know, talking about what's coming out, what's going to happen and, and people theorizing and all this. Marvel's by far the best, right?
1: I don't know. I really haven't taken a look at the at that particular subject matter to, to gauge that. I will say that most of the good stuff has water cooler talk around it, but almost anything can have a podcast now. That's just, that's a standard operating procedure. That's no, that's not, that's quantity now, not quality. Well, that's what I always
0: remembered about, uh, you Mm. know, the the TV shows that I remember being my most favorite are the ones that I talked to people about, you know, the shield uh, heroes when it came out, because (laughs) everybody was trying to put together what was going on, what was real, what wasn't.
1: I was just talking with a friend about that the other day.
0: You know, uh, the folks that – it it wasn't my thing, but, you know, Walking Dead had a lot of the water cooler talk.
1: Uh, And they've got all the aftershows with Chris Hardwick.
0: Yeah, so to me, that's uh, it's it's Marvel doing what Marvel does best. And you know what would be a really interesting movie that just hit me with all this? If they went back and made, like, a huge docuseries about – that part of it, what we released, what we didn't, why we wanted people to think a certain way. Let's say, okay, let's say for the sake of argument that in this new Spider Man movie, we get Tom, uh, Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield, all as Spider Man. We, vent- we get everything, right? <clears throat> then you have the documentary that goes back and takes a look at, okay, let's, we didn't forget to take out the lizard's head getting whipped around.
1: Oh no, I, I get what you're saying because another good one would be why did they initially announce Captain America: Civil War as Captain America: Serpent Squad? I think it was. Or yeah. They did the fake title, and all of a sudden it's like, nope, it's Civil War.
0: See, I think that was, uh, <laughs> uh, I think that was one of those things that was done because, wow, we could really everyone's gonna lose their when we say that it's going to be, you know, civil war. So let's mess with them a little bit.
1: No, that that seems that seems like the most logical explanation for that.
0: I mean, simple is good on that one, but no, I'd love to I'd love to be in those conversations about okay, what are we going to release? What are we not going to release? What are we going to take to our grave before this movie comes out and so on and so forth, you know.
1: Shifting the another another good thing about the whole Spider-Man thing is when they announced Homecoming and basically it shifted everything. Yeah. Because I remember there was like I think it was phase three that they, yeah, it was, fa- I think it was phase three that they introduced Spider-Man in and they basically said, uh, they basically just announced it one day out of nowhere and it's like, oh, cool. And then all these other things like Black yeah. Panther or, or Thor Ragnarok had to move because of it.
0: Well, I remember, uh, they put it out in a trailer.
1: Oh, in, in Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I'm talking, yeah. About homecoming. I'm talking about when they announced homecoming was happening. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But no, 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 the hello everyone in the shield. Oh, that became an inside joke with our, with a, with our site because before, usually when there's something big like that and we're going to write about it ad nauseum and there's not a lot of photos available, nine times out of 10, you're probably going to have repeats of a character, certain character photos. Yeah. We have made it an intern. I don't know if we're still sticking to it, but for a little while, there was an internal rule not to use the shot of Spider-Man with the shield in civil war because we've used it so many times.
0: See, I would do it. I would do it just because of that. Like we're going to turn into I, this curve.
1: <laughs> when the No Way Home trailer dropped, one of our other, uh, one of our other editors went and like screen capped a whole bunch of stuff from it, and it's like, there you go, fresh batch. There you go. And I did the same thing when the Matrix came out because when they were running that special teaser site before the teaser came out, yeah. they're just dropping all these images left and right. And I'm like, holy, shit, we need these. Yes. So just screen cap, screen cap, screen cap, and I just load it into a folder. It's like, there you go.
0: Uh, this is one five one the show. My name is Adam. This is a special side jobs edition of it. Uh, as we do dive into it, if you missed anything with uh, the show or want to know more, head to one five one the show dot com on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at one five one the show, and uh, on a whole slew of uh, podcasting sites and YouTube. Please like, follow, and share. Uh, as we do uh, kind of wrap up the Spider Man thing, because. Because this conversation, it always starts like one way, and then it goes around in a circle and becomes the same conversation with, okay, are they going to be there? Are they not going to be there? Are we going to get Venom? Are we going to get Miles Morales? I, you know what? The more I kind of think about it, the more I'd like to see Miles Morales get introduced.
1: I really would like that too, especially because I think that's, I still think that's the best way that you tie Spider-Verse into the MCU proper, because we're, they first mucked around with the multiverse to sort of, I, I almost feel like that was something that they had to do animated yeah. because that was sort of a teaser for, okay, this is what a multi- happens in a multiverse. This is something you guys should really know about because in a couple of years, you might be playing with this. And, and yeah, now that they're continuing that franchise, I would think they want to have Miles Morales linked into the, into the 616 universe. So that way, that is the movie universe, right? The six one six universe. No,
0: six one six is the comic book, like oh. the main realm. I wouldn't be if they if they really are going to do another uh, trilogy of Spider Man movies with Tom Holland. Like if you have him battle the MCU version. I think the move the MCU version multiverse number is like nine 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 or something like that. It's something like that. But anyways,
1: <laughs> what? No, I'm just thinking back to Inglorious Bastards. Oh, nine nine. <laughs> nine 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 nine. Oh
0: boy, uh, that's gonna be the one part of the show that someone dives in on is us saying nine. <laughs> Anyways, what I was gonna say is, um, if you did that trilogy and you wanted to get rid of Tom Holland after that, maybe you have him die to Green Goblin like he did in the Ultimates comic, uh, and then have the Miles Morales character take up the mantle after that. That might be kind of a natural flow where you where you do introduce him, but he doesn't become that Spider-Man for a little bit.
1: That'd be interesting, but I almost feel like they'd steer away from that because that's what they did with Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Like, we saw that happen in Into the spider So maybe that's a case against bringing that universe in. It feels like it would be repetitive if it's like, oh, we did this in animated form, but now we're doing it again live action. Here you go, guys.
0: I don't think... Hey, real quick, kind of changing the subject there. I don't think Doc Ock's bad in this movie,
1: right? I... Don't think so. Okay, so there's a the- there's a theory that one of my colleagues had mentioned in a feature that you can find at cinema.blind.com. There is uh basically he was saying that if you look at the tentacles in certain shots, it looks like the red indicator lights are on, yeah. which means it's controlling auto. So the ma- that may also explain why he's bad at first, and because he's basically I think they said he's being pulled in from the very end of Spider-Man Two, where he's about to drown yeah. with the tritium reactor. So now he's still alive squiddly diddly tentacles are still bad and they're basically b- controlling his mind still so they're going to have to neutralize that somehow or it's going to have to ne- be neutralized somehow throughout the movie.
0: What if that's the red nanotech on it that gets added that that's what neutralizes it and makes him able to think clearly again
1: red nanotech.
0: When uh, when when they show his arms and you see the red going down it.
1: That's what I thought I thought I saw like a red tinge on them. Yeah. I didn't know there was
0: like everybody was saying uh, uh, do, does uh auto absorb the stark nano suit the iron spider suit uh. and make itself more powerful or does peter use it to do the inhibitor deal
1: that's a good question so i don't know that's a really good question actually i don't want you to think that i'm just like oh it's oh. a real good question it's like no seriously that's he's advanced enough at this point
0: uh this is 151 the show a special side jobs edition of it i think we covered spider-man there <laughs>
1: more than somewhat. Yeah, we didn't even really have to do- touch the the villains at that point either. I'm so excited for this
0: movie. I was telling it to my wife. I there there hasn't been a movie other than like Infinity War or Endgame or something like that that I've been this excited about in a while. That I would, you know, like we've talked about on the uh the radio podcast, like if I have a chance to see it in a theater or at home, 9 times out of 10 I'll just see it at home. This is when I'm going I will go to a theater. If I If I had the choice to see it home or there, I would see it in a theater.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, as much as I've groused about the Marvel movies, I, even when I screened Black Widow at home, I still, well, I had to go see it in a theater for 3D, but, you know, I saw Shang-Chi in a theater. I will see Spider-Man in a theater. I had to see Eternals in a theater.
0: Oh, Eternals. I really... Uh, I haven't seen that one yet. We did watch Shang-Chi. I really enjoyed oh, Shang-Chi. Chi. Shang-Chi is
1: wonderful. That it was yes. so much fun.
0: Hey, here's a question for you real quick. Because they were... Marvel and Disney have kind of put out the indicators that Captain Marvel was going to be the new face of everything mm-hmm. going forward with the MCU and all this. Did they really? At, at some point, I feel like that's where they there was a, a thought that she was going to be kind of the face of it, that they were going to make her.
1: I know that they were hyping her up to be so important in Endgame, and she like does barely anything.
0: Well, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> if If this Spider-Man... Well,
1: Huh? Which really wasn't anyone's fault because Endgame was written before Captain Marvel if I remember correctly and they still had to figure things out with Captain Marvel. Yeah. Like all that was one of those cases where not all the pieces were laid down so I can understand if there's some sort of incongruity.
0: Well, either anyways, it, let's say the Spider-Man movie does do huge. Do you think that affects the rest of Marvel going onwards out that maybe Spider-Man is kind of that face or central character? Th- because you know, you, you didn't have a you had three Iron Man movies, but he was in so many others. Is that the the kind of case with this and how we didn't even could. mention the Doctor Strange stuff in any of this? But
1: no, nor did we mention that uh, electro Jamie Foxx's electro looks very much different in this movie, which begs the question is he affecting a human presence or is this another electro altogether and not the Andrew Garfield?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh.
1: <laughs> all the way down, folks. Oh, it's gonna be. I it... don't know if Marvel has a face yet. Okay, I know, you think they're? I don't know how much they were actually putting into Captain Marvel being a face, so much as Brie Larson is just a big social media presence to begin with. Yeah, I don't. But I... I don't know if they really have. I, I, if they have a face, they haven't shown it yet because it just still feels like they're in the early stages of, well, you're going to find out what we're all about soon. So enjoy the ride. Like I enjoyed the ride with Endgame, and I would have really liked you to seem like you had more of a plan right now. Feels like you're back to square one.
0: I kind of feel like they, there's a little bit of feeling (laughs) it out in Marvel right now where they've tried a a bunch of different things all at once.
1: Yeah. They've tried, they, they have tried way too much at once because you want to experiment with the movies fine have the disney plus stuff locked down but if you want to experiment with disney plus fine have the movies locked down this feels very free-flowing free-forming where it's not very uniform quality and like the last thing i remember really sinking my teeth into was loki
0: uh real quick if you do get a chance watch hawkeye the first two episodes were out i think the other one dropped sometime this week it's really good
1: I think it's weekly drops from this point on. I'll I'll start it at some point. I know I will.
0: It it's one of those things like everybody wants to make fun of Hawkeye and they do a really good job of going into that part of it. And the way they you uh, intersplice some of the movie stuff into this is really cool. Yeah. Hmm. So, anyways. It does sound interesting. It it it's fun. And like I was telling you before this, I read somewhere that they they base it after they wanted to do it kind of in the realm of Die Hard.
1: Which does, which gives me, which adds a couple points to its tally for me to actually watch this thing. But, you know, I remember WandaVision was good for three episodes and then. hmm.
0: Well, that's the thing. Kingpin is hinted at that he might show up, the uh, Daredevil Kingpin.
1: I hope they just keep the Daredevil Netflix canon intact because then I can go back and watch. I have an excuse to go back and watch it then. Have you not seen Daredevil? I saw like a couple episodes of it and really liked it. But yeah. just didn't set aside the time.
0: Daredevil's pretty good. Um, Jessica Jones was okay.
1: I heard that the mo- the iffiest one was Iron Fist. I never
0: I didn't even bother watching Iron Fist. <laughs> I heard, I heard too much. Really uh, good. I I heard, I, I heard too really much good. bad about it to give it a try.
1: Oh what, Iron Fist? Yeah. Yeah. Luke Cage I heard was really good though.
0: Luke Cage had the best music ever in a movie. Oh, speaking of that, and this is uh where we're gonna kind of diverge here. But uh, uh really good music in a uh, series so far uh, not one that we we'd plan to talk about, but Cowboy bebop is actually pretty good on Netflix.
1: I need to watch that because first of all, I need to finish the original anime yeah
0: because I haven't finished I've the never original seen anime. the anime. I'll say that I, right really,
1: now. I do love what I've seen in the original anime and all of the looks at the Netflix show that I've gotten I've been bowled over with and bec- it, if you you're such a fan of the music, it's because Yoko Kano, the composer who did the music for the original show came back for the Netflix revamp. It is beautiful music.
0: Oh, it's great. I, like I said, I've never seen the anime, but basically think of a seventies cop show in the future.
1: You need to pull up too good, too bad. That's the name of one of the tracks from the cowboy bebop soundtrack. That is probably my favorite. All right. Out of the ones that I know it is just, it, it is very much like, Though, like you said, it's seventies cop show, and the best way to describe that music is take jazz, mix it with a seventies cop show, because there's just these bombastic horns and really yeah. great drum lines, and just it's
0: uh Oh, it's wonderful. I I it's really the like it.
1: Your man. work is peerless.
0: I I liked it a lot. I I think it's fun. I I've watched four episodes. I think this is probably one of the best I've liked. John Chow. I love show. John Chow. Cho or Cho? Cho. Yeah. John
1: Cho. I love John Cho and I love that he's gotten this vehicle to to sort of latch on to. He looks fantastic, as spike. Like I I have had no qualms, even though, like I said, I, I'm entry level on this show, but I have seen enough thing, enough stuff out there to know that, yeah, this this looks and feels like. That sort of thing, and maybe that's kind of why I'm more open to it. Whereas I've heard some people say it's a bloodless remake of the anime. Some people just don't like how it changes things. That thing's
0: interesting. They make smoking cool in it.
1: Yeah. Because Spike s- always did look cool with a cigarette. Like
0: you know um, You don't see a lot of you don't see a lot of anything making smoking look cool.
1: Well, no, because just the huge push to to end smoking and to basically cut that sort of stuff out of out of movies to the point where it's a descriptor on the ratings yeah i i Those don't know really I, Interesting if you read the right ones
0: i i know i i know this is gonna sound really weird but it's a breath of fresh air <laughs>
1: no <sighs> <laughs>
0: no it's just I, you you always see you know something bad about oh why are you doing you know it's always you know and, yeah, and I'm, like listen, I'm not saying the- go out and buy a pack of smokes or anything, but it's just nice to not have that. Okay, the guy, uh, the, the guy's having a smoke. Look, Who gives
1: dude, a shit? <laughs> look, dude? If Robin Williams wouldn't give voice to a bird smoking a cigarette, why should anyone else?
0: Oh God, <laughs> I don't know. There's a we've talked about it before, but there's a book series. Uh, it's called Sam Slim, and every time I reread it. I always, I want to drink whiskey and I want to go have cigarettes. So many, so many smokes.
1: You just got to love when something can invoke that sort of atmosphere in you or that sort of yeah. behavior. Whiskey it's like, and wow, smokes. this really requires X or Y.
0: Oh, that'd be a good name for a podcast: whiskey and smokes.
1: I'm sure someone already beat you to it on Sirius XM.
0: Probably. Uh, this is 151 The Show. You can find us at 151theshow.com at 151 the show on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok please like follow share uh 151 the show for everything else and we uh 151 the show.com for everything else and uh, find us on youtube and podbean and all that kind of cool stuff all right as we kind of wrap up tonight the other big movie that's coming out in the month of december the matrix Resur- res-
1: matrix resurrection there it yep. is That crew gift was right. I still remember that whole thing where it's like someone took a picture of their gift, their crew gift from wrapping the movie. And they're like, is it Matrix Resurrections? Like, no, it's not the name of the movie. Guys, relax. Then the test screening, like a very early test screening supposedly happened. It's like, oh, the movie's called Matrix Resurrections. And it gets very meta. And some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. And it's like, wait, is is this really the the title of the movie? And then it gets confirmed. It's like, Yes.
0: A buddy of mine who I went to high school with, he was actually just in town this last week for the holiday, and him and his family came over. And I asked him, I go, "Hey, are you actually going to be in town? You know, in December when this comes out? Because if he was, I was going to see if he wanted to go see it in the theater with me because we went and so. Okay, so let me let me set this up. So in high school, me and this buddy, we would go to the late showing of a movie, whatever, <laughs> just whatever movie on a Wednesday night during school, and then we'd go get Perkins. And then we'd go to school the next morning, okay?
1: I love this story.
0: I spent so much money at the Winsong Theater, which is now an AMC, I believe, and Perkins that um, do you guys have Perkins out there? Yeah, yeah, we do. Well, anyways, so we went and we we had no idea what we were getting into when we went and saw the Matrix originally. Had no clue. None. And we come out and we're like, the f was that? (laughs) And totally, yeah. totally hooked on the movie. Totally hooked on the universe they created. And uh, uh, you know, as you go into the uh, the next two, uh, uh, reloaded and and uh, Res- revolutions, revolutions. I and the animatrix, which we've kind of talked about before. I I love the series. I think it's very cool. I had a lot of fun with it. To me, it was one of those same. Things- It was one of those things. It was like, well, how the hell did you think it was going to wrap up? And I think it was a victim. I think the the thing you get into is it was a victim of its own success, the first one, because it was so different. It was so cool. It had the, the spin around shot, which nobody had ever seen before. It's like that kind of stuff only comes around once every 10, 15, 20 years in the world of movies.
1: Oh yeah. The matrix was probably our generation's blade runner right down to the point where if you show a more modern generation, the matrix, they'll probably be like, okay, that's, that's cool. I understand. Or in the best case scenario, because this is how I felt when I watched blade runner for the first time, it's like, all right, I understand why that was a landmark, but I've seen this done through so many other lenses before this that it's still kinda it's kind of hard to I think if I go back to Blade Runner more, the more I go back to original Blade Runner, I'll be able to deconstruct that sort of modernization. Yeah. And and if I'm making any sense here and just be able to enjoy it better.
0: No, it it really and, is. It's kind of like uh I use the example sometimes like the Beatles and Nirvana. I'm n- I'm not a huge Beatles fan. I'm not a huge Nirvana fan. But if you're gonna ask me, do they make great music and did they change the world of 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 music for their genre and and just music in general i'm gonna say yeah i know i understand why because it was so different it was so cool it was ahead of its time you know all these other you know metaphors you can use and that's that was the original matrix man that's
1: why it was so good oh yeah i mean if you're lucky you are a movie or a piece of art or something that can tap into the zeitgeist that can be on the pulse yeah if you're lucky you can get that The only problem with that is sometimes you're a little too lucky and it's just, it's very much a product of its time. You go down the line and it's just going to, it looks, it's going to, not going to age well. But if you're super lucky and super talented, you get something like the Wachowski's work on The Matrix where they were working with William Gibson and all this old cyberpunk stuff, older like anime stuff that we had, they had grown up with and they knew and we knew. But you spin it in such a way that it is timeless. Yeah. I went for the 20th anniversary when they re-released it in Dolby. And the effects did look dated, obviously. But it was still just, I'm sitting there and it's loud as shit, And it's just this beautiful <laughs> experience. And m- my wife has never seen the Matrix movies. And I am tempted to bring her... Because they are releasing The Matrix for the first time in IMAX. Oh wow. And I wanna take her to oh wait, I think that's I think I'm I think I'm indisposed at that time. I'll have to check because I think it's only two nights. Oh and wow. it's a shame they're only running it for two nights because they should be running this for like the week or two before Resurrections comes out. Because it sounds like this is going to be the one movie out of all of them that we really have to focus on.
0: I That's what I, you know, from the trailer we've seen, from the way they did the website, you know, some of the social stuff from all this. What do you think's happening in it? Oh,
1: okay. I'm (laughs) going to preface this first by saying I have a good friend of mine, uh, Jason Richardson, a.k.a. J Rich. Uh, He runs J1 Studios. I owe him a visit to his place because we need to record Spider-Man and matrix uh, theory videos. So Jason, I will still talk with you about this. You know I will, but since I'm being asked, I, I really have to go into it. I okay, beat you so. to it, you bitch. <laughs> oh, you take that back. You, 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 you'd love Jason. You would absolutely love that man. A lot of your
0: a lot of your friends seem like people I'd get along with fine.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, including my butt including my buddy that just moved out near your neck of the woods. is apparently going to be in town when matrix is coming out and he's like dude we're going and your story reminded me of that it's like yes yes we are going because i remember talking with him online the old days of aim we would we would pass like links of what was going on and like all the rumors and i still remember There was that big rumor where, oh, we're going to get to see earlier incarnations of the Matrix, like an 80s Matrix or something. And then there was a rumor of like a low altitude helicopter sequence. And that was one of the ones that stuck with me that we didn't really get. But I think if the the trailers are correct, we're going to get that low altitude helicopter sequence in this one. So
0: it's basically, where's Neo, do you think? he Is he in the Matrix or is he in a prison within the Matrix?
1: Okay, so a little bit of uh, backstory before we go into this. There was the online game, The Matrix Online. Yes. And from what I understand, one of the plot threads that was going on in that game, which sadly shut down, was that after the end of Matrix Revolutions, the machines were not surrendering the body of Neo. Like they had his body and they wouldn't give it up. And I'm assuming to that effect, they also had Trinity's body because she was there with him and, you know, he made yeah. the deal to go in and she fuck was, She was that. kebobbed. So... That was also, in the long run, Morpheus was apparently killed in The Matrix Online. And then there was like some sort of plot line where there may or may not have been like a machine double masquerading as him. I I really need to look deeply into that because I think, first of all, I think Matrix Online and the Enter the Matrix lore are going to be important. And I'll circle back to Enter the Matrix in specific in a moment. Where I think this whole thing is, is... I think there may, the theory that there may be another one and they've, got, they've broken bad may be true. Because there is a theory that the one in this current iteration is broken bad and somehow they need to bring back Neo. And that's why you got young Morpheus and you've got Trinity. There were two posters revealed recently that a friend, my, my, my buddy Kyle, the one I was talking about that wants to go see the movie pointed out these two posters that they released recently. Neil Patrick Harris's character, who's a therapist, it's just him sitting with his hands sort of tented like this. The architect? Bingo, okay. You're gonna get the next one because the next one's the easier one. There's a picture of Jonathan Groff's character, the, the smarmy guy who's like, after all this time, going back to the matrix, he's sort of turned like this. He's got a gun in his hand. He's wearing sunglasses. Oh. Maybe a new agent Smith or a new a new head agent anyway. Because if you go back and watch that trailer, I swear he's reenacting the scene where Smith beats the shit out of Neo in the hallway before he takes the phone call to get out. I I, I I and then on top of that, there's a scene where Keanu Reeves is like kneeling and like looking in disbelief, and there's a gun being pointed at his head. I think that's also Jonathan Groff because you go to that scene where the gun's getting the gun gets shot. Yeah. And like the face is obscured, but I'm just looking at it. And it's like that, that looks like him.
0: What if it's, what if it's something really simple? You remember the, the line from mate, uh, uh, the original matrix when he's talking about the red p- pill and the blue pill. What if this is what happened if he took the other pill?
1: Well, that's the thing. He's taking blue medication. He's I know, taking but, blue pills right now.
0: but what if that's where it kind of started where you'll wake up and you'll go along with your life. I, I can't remember what the exact line is.
1: You take red and you see how far the rabbit hole goes. Yeah, but then the blue what pill. What you're saying is this this might be like a parallel universe splintering off of Matrix One where he takes the red pill. Or he takes the blue pill.
0: Or or it's the next iteration of the one. That's Neo, the next one, right?
1: See, that's what I was thinking originally, but now that you mentioned it, maybe that is why they're putting such importance on the first movie.
0: Well, but 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 hear me out, where it's this is the next one. He got to that point in the movie where he they had the pills, right? And ma- what if the machines reenacted that scene and they're like, "Hey, you could, you know, take the red pill, get all the answers or you take the blue pill and, you know, if it's going to be fine, you forget about it and everything's cool." So he's like, F it, I'm just going to take the blue pill." And then they just keep they have to keep feeding him because all his his power is essentially leaking out.
1: That's exactly what it looks like because it looks like he's still going to a therapist. He's going to a therapist. He has medication that he's taking the blue medication and he's in the blue world. And then you see that once he stops doing that, it looks like even the color palette just switches and it's all warm reds and and oranges. And to that effect, the Neil Patrick Harris poster is an orange reddish tint and the Jonathan Groff one is a blue one.
0: You know what I always wondered about, and it's never been addressed, and there was never—it it was just weird. Do you remember when? It, it, it's gonna be hard to, but it, it's something you'll never miss if you if you go back and look at it. When yeah. he when he when uh, uh, Keanu Reeves originally gets the phone and he's trying to get out of his office because the agents are after him. Yeah. When he's making his way through, he goes by somebody making a copy. There's a copy machine, right? Yeah. And there's a bright orange light that goes across it. Hmm. And I've always wondered about that, if that was something else or something. I I don't know why, but I've never seen a copy machine shoot out light bolts or uh, light rays like that, you know,
1: light bolts. Well, you haven't (laughs) around a lot of copy machines then.
0: But I mean, where it it, it looks like light coming out of it.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's an effect that's been used with copy machines before.
0: I, I don't know why. I just, that always stuck out to me for some reason.
1: Not a bad, I mean, if for all we know, that is exactly what it means. Uh, <laughs> there's so much of this iconography from the original movie that's present here that is also what intrigues me because you look at the club scene where Yahya Abdul Mateen the second's uh young Morpheus is offering him the red pill saying time to fly, yeah. And that cl- you look at other shots of that club, they're playing the Matrix one, they're yeah. playing the f- footage of the first Matrix movie and that ties into the theory slash leak where people had there was a leak of like odd, supposed audition tapes and it was these people talking about oh the trilogy well you know the trilogy was landmark and it really you know it changed the way that that entertainment was was made and this that and the other thing and the rumor was that the matrix was is a trilogy of video games In this world.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Which is how Jonathan
1: Groff's line works both ways. It was like going back to where it all began, back to the Matrix. It's like, oh, yeah, the Matrix games. Yeah, cool.
0: What if uh, Neo, Keanu Reeves' character in this one. Becomes Knuckles the Echidna? Sure, why not? I was just going to say, what if he, like, in that universe where, if that's true, if it really was a game system, what if he's the guy who created it in the game and that's why he's famous and lives, like, is rich?
1: Wouldn't be surprising.
0: And, like, he's the writer of it.
1: Yeah, he creates all these games that he from his dreams, and you know yeah. makes so much money off. It's like ah, those weren't dreams, buddy.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Those that... were
1: movies that I saw on two different continents.
0: I just like when uh, they're doing the fight scene with him and uh, who we think is Morpheus, a younger Morpheus, and this oh, time Morpheus. he just blasts him.
1: <laughs> that's Morpheus. They pretty much confirmed it.
0: So I don't know. I'm looking forward to this. It, it's uh, that's a, That's two big movies in like a week.
1: Yeah, and then The King's Man is releasing at the same time. Sing oh, is it? 2 is releasing at the same Oh yeah. Yeah, The King's Man's coming out around that time. Sing 2 is coming out around that time. It is so busy. And something that was interesting was The King's Man was supposed to be released in 3D and large format. Like it was supposed to get the standard blockbuster treatment. Yeah. They canceled the 3D and the large format. And I think part of the reason is Spider-Man may be taking up most of if not all the 3D screens. So I think Sing 2 is also losing its 3D.
0: Okay. I, Sing, like, I never I got into the Sing movie. movies.
1: Oh. Oh, Sing is fantastic.
0: Oh, 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 real quick. Going back to Spider-Man. We talked about it on the uh, uh, on the radio show. I still think that Spider-Man, the post-credit scene needs to be Deadpool coming into the MCU.
1: It would be cool. And doing the, what the fuck?
0: And doing the uh, the Spider Man ask what the f-? and they cut yeah. it right, you know.
1: Yeah, but I still think they're gonna throw in. Oh no, no, that's my line.
0: I, I'm I'm okay with Something
1: where he teases him about the language, like, such language.
0: <laughs> I still think it'd be funny if Disney did a a Deadpool movie where he cusses, but it bleeps. And he's the only one that
1: can hear it bleep. I'm still. I still think it'd be funny if Disney makes a Deadpool movie. I think they're going to, aren't
0: they? They're supposed to.
1: They're working on one, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm. I'm still. I'm. I will be worried until I see the thing in in the theaters, rated R, living up to the promises that everybody has been writing that their bank bank accounts may not cash. They're saying it's going to be R rated. Don't worry, it's going to be R rated. Yeah, but why would you release Once Upon a Deadpool? And why would you? say and like why would you start sort of maybe softening up the language about the movie to make us think that you might be turning it PG-13 I don't know also why is Blade PG-13 ooh really Blade's gonna be 13, PG-13 apparently Blade is gonna be PG-13 because they have said that the only R-rated movie they're really focused on right now is Deadpool it's like it's like a small town liquor license only certain amounts of people can have it and everyone else has to go wanting
0: do we need another Blade movie I'm perfectly fine with another Blade running really
1: movie. Mahershala Ali is going to be the new blade and Delroy Lindo may be the new character I forget the name of the character but the character that Whistler was based off of oh, okay yes please I- uh, as much as I would have loved for them to just kept the 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 Wesley Snipes train rolling I am perfectly fine with how they're casting this so far uh, did you know we almost got Morbius like 20 years earlier oh god they shot the ending of blade where the alternate ending is Blade. And I forgot the name of, of the woman that he saves in the movie, but they're like on a rooftop and all of a sudden, I don't know where they noticed this guy standing on a rooftop, like across the way. And it was supposed to be Morbius. Oh, really? He was, was, was going to come in at some point. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. God, when was the, when, when was blade three out? That's been
1: almost 2003, 2004. I think I was going to say That's that movie
0: is almost 20 years old now at this point, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And, and going back to the whole Ryan Reynolds thread, he was probably my favorite part about that whole movie. That movie was bad, right? Yeah, but I want to... 2004. I want to go back to it now because I want to... I want to see if maybe I can appreciate its campiness a little more, especially because, you know, Patton Oswalt had such wonderful stories about Wesley Snipes after making that movie, and Ryan Reynolds still gets one of the best profanities committed to to film.
0: The... uh...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know the one. Yes. Yeah. He stares Uh, Parker Posey vampire right down. He's like, you... It's going to be a long like, believer right there. Was that in the script, or did you make that up, little boy? The uh, uh,
0: the Wesley Snipes thing kind of ruins it for me.
1: Blade Two is still my favorite one. I love Blade One. I still love Blade One, and part of that is because Donald Logue is in it, and Donald Loge is a. Do you ever hear the story
0: about when they did their first test viewing of Blade, and everybody was <laughs> there? There was something about uh, they showed it to people, and everybody was like, "We don't understand what's going on."
1: yeah yeah with the ending because of the whole the whole, the, the whole thing with the ending was it was a little more convoluted about like the whole blood god yeah something so they like retooled that whole ending into something that was supposed to be more palatable and no I, blood tornado.
0: i really like the end fight in blade too. i really blade, too. like blade 2 like i
1: f- love blade 2 that was f- one of my first experiences with guillermo del toro i you do not know who you
0: were with
1: yes give me a whole movie where Ron Perlman and Wesley Snipes are just busting each other's f- chops throughout, <laughs> and Norman Reedus gets to throw in some sassy little comment every now and then because that was that was my first Norman Reedus sighting, and I f- loved him as Scud. Oh, Scud! Like I knew of Blade the series, and I don't remember if I had—I think I had seen Blade One before Blade Two. But I, no, yeah, because I taped it off a of pay-per-view, and I was like, I, I f- loved it. So then I hear Blade 2 is coming. It's like, yes. And that was it for me. I I knew Guillermo del Toro's work from that point on and it's like, I love this man. There and I go. cannot <laughs> wait. I am going to see Nightmare Alley this week and I am so excited.
0: There you go. All right, friends. Uh that's going to do it for us tonight. This is 151 the show uh special side jobs edition of it. Uh my Not special guest.
1: 151
0: the get... Cola. There <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, special guest tonight uh, mike reyes from cinemablend.com you can also find him as a frequent guest of overdue rentals uh we'll put uh we'll put links up and all that uh mike you have yourself a
1: good night thank you so much thank you for having me on can't wait till the next time
0: all right everybody have a good rest of the night this has been hey
1: chevy be with you <laughs>